This is Sal Coladonado from The Slant, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekin coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the power! You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Just living my life trying to avoid the strife. How y'all doing out there? Amen. Yes, sir. Thank you. Doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah, for the challenge tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, well, we're gonna see what happens amongst execution, but I promise you, not too many tangents. I'm sorry, guys out there. <laughs> There's people that like your tangents. Yeah, one of them's right here in studio in New Orleans. We have show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. It is Mr. I Know More Than Your Friends, Suck It Up, Tough Love, and Ever So Lovely Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing Date Night at Denny's, Benjo Over the Chair. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe himself, Professor of Gyrotechnics, a.k.a. Gyrocologist, <laughs> Lee DJ White Cheddar Papa Smurf of Vika. It's Mr. Bust a nut, bust a nut, grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut. No hassle, Vika. How you doing, Lee? Oh, man, just enjoying a big mouthful of corn nuts over here in the face. Huh? <laughs> really? <laughs> delightful. Fresh and crunchy. Have you and Bucky's broke up or something? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta expand my horizons. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start seeing other snacks. <laughs> yes. <on the> <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer mono snacks. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bucky's. I gotta let you go. <laughs> so you went from Bucky's to corn nuts. Yeah, I'm yeah. downgraded. <laughs> downgraded. Downgraded. <laughs> been slumming it i guess we're not getting a sponsorship <laughs> from corn nuts well the bucky's one wasn't working out so. yeah. uh, that's true yeah 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 hey lee welcome to town hey man it's been good i've been uh working 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 finally got to hang out and relax a little bit it was nice having a nice little chill dinner you guys had some good sushi yeah we had oh, a lot God. of good sushi yeah. man oh, y'all, were, y'all went nuts on the sushi Woo. yeah we're going we're busting nut on the sushi <laughs> yeah busting fish busting a gut <laughs> that is absolutely right. That We're is true. Gut. No, no, it I'm, is good to see your hairy face in studio again. Yes. 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 We I almost saw your hairy face earlier, but that wasn't you. No, it wasn't. That was yeah. my doppelganger. Apparently, totally. Danny has a doppelganger of Lee that lives right around the corner from him. Yes. Or a stalker. <laughs> a copycat artist? Yeah, a copycat. 
An, an out of work mall Santa. <laughs> out of work seven dwarf. I mean, look, I really thought it was you. I was like, man, we got a big old SUV and everything like that. He's like, nah, I can't be that. I, I went around the corner just to see. I was like, not him, but God, dog. <laughs> it's a spitting image. Man. It, it is. It's alternately Cajun version. I yeah. said when your face is 60% hair, it's, it's easier to find people that That's look true. like you. I do have a public service announcement, however. Um, I was going to do this as a guest service, but I'm like, you know, this will be a good time as any. Um, okay. On our last show, we weren't exactly sure what GT was to Lisa Monday. Okay, yeah. Okay. And, you know, she pointed it out on the, I guess, the post of our Facebook group mm-hmm. when I posted up the show, and she showed the ring. Uh-oh! And at first, what? I congratulated her, but I, then I realized, that, well, she pointed out, I was like, oh, I, well, I've been, you know, engaged for like a few years now. I was like, oh, oh. Four, uh, four years. Then, oh, yes, said. four oh, years ago. To four be years. Exact. And then I was like, oh, I remember now. We couldn't remember what GT was. So they're effianced. Yeah. For you to say the French. Yeah, say. GT yeah, stands for guy in training. <laughs> hey. so she's bringing him along slowly. And when she's ready, she'll be like, okay, we'll plan the date. That's Got right. Doctor but Manu's in all gone. fairness, we never have been around her in person yeah, exactly. to have noticed the ring so so but now we know gt is uh dr muhukin's fiance well still congratulations congratulations we look mm-hmm. forward to the wedding it can be four awesome years in four now. years for now yes yeah. got to be in groups of four that's how they work multiples of four multiples of four like the presidency <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> but anyway guys muhukin's um ladies gentlemen effiance people uh, we have a great show for you today. Effianced? Effianced people. Effianced. Avion water. No. Effianced. <laughs> Avion flu. Effianced water. But anyway, we have a great show for you today. This week is Eli's week, as a matter of fact. Yep. And Eli put together, as our Marvel ace, our king of all things Marvel, he has put together an excellent show for you guys, um, and we're about to talk about it in just a little bit. So guys, enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some Marvel. All right, gang. So here we are on the hub. And like I said at the top of the show, it is Eli's week. And we have a wonderful show lined up for you all about Marvel. Back on August 31st, 2009... Uh, a little company bought out this other little company for yeah, about four bit. billion dollars. Few exactly. bucks, four bill, few bucks, four billion change. dollars. Yeah. Pocket change, chump head change. Head in my sock. Bob so, Iger was like, "I skip lunch today, and I'll buy this Marvel." Yeah, I will yeah. buy this donut today, and I'll buy this Marvel here for four billion dollars. And um, coming up on this August, it'll exactly nine years ago when that transaction took place, and we're basically here to kind of take a state of the Marvel Disney Union of uh, uh, affairs. And see how things are going. So let me toss it over to Eli, who's going to kind of give us a rundown of what we're about to chat today. Eli, take it away, sir. Yes. Uh, as you know, like uh, comics is a big passion of mine. It's, it's been something that's been tied to me for uh, a few years. And Marvel is, has one of my favorite heroes. And, you know, who's that? Well, Spider-Man. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm a Cyclops fan. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up on him. Grew up on him. You were reared on Spidey. I, I, that's right. Well, my costume and stuff when I could on Halloween, but all I had was a red T-shirt, blue jeans. Bow, bam. Every time I tune into the Electric Company, there was Spidey. Yep, right mm-hmm. with Morgan Freeman teaching and thrilling. With Morgan <laughs> Freeman. 
So, so I, I figured it would be interesting to see how far Marvel has come with the Disney influence as far as uh, comics and movies and the theme park. So, we're uh, going to talk about if it was a good thing, right? Yeah, just to see if there was you know any sort of influences where Disney took Marvel to another level, or just how you guys feel overall. If uh, Disney helped or hurt or just like, hey, whatever with the company. Just it's like to- it's like Aladdin and Jasmine. Dizzy was like Aladdin. He's like, I can show you the world. Yeah, you go. And Marvel's like, oh, God, take me. I like four billion dollars. Oh, my God. You're so handsome, Disney. Take me <laughs> on your wing. Make me blossom like the petals of the flower. Let me open him. Boom! Uh, Evan has very descriptive fantasies, <laughs> but you know he's got he's got a, a good point in, in the sense uh, in a, a oh. quick trip down memory lane, if you will. Before Disney bought Marvel, Marvel had gone through all different types of uh, changes that weren't really good. Uh, their seven best artists left the company because of editorial differences and went to form Image Comics. So that was like a, a huge creative blow, right? Because of that, uh, sales dropped. So Marvel figured, okay, well maybe what we can do is we can save some money and do our own distribution system to all the other stores. Well, that didn't work too well. I mean, distributors kind of need a lot more money than, you know, just, hey, I'll get this to you on the back end uh, if you front this money to me right now. They don't work like drug dealers necessarily. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Exactly. This one kind of reminds me of Major League. It's like, you Joe Boo, I do it myself. Do it myself. I distribute <laughs> myself. Right. But no, Joe, man, you just you just need glasses. And like, hey, look, man, like Diamond Comic Distributors is like the biggest game in town. They just wanted too much uh percentage of their sales. So Marvel decided to go into business for themselves. That didn't work out too well. So it kind of went bankrupt. In the process of that, what they did was they sold the best assets that they had, and that was the licensing to their characters. So that's how you start to see like Iron Man backpacks and, you know, Spider-Man lunchboxes and eventually the movies. So now Wait this a is, I had a Spider-Man lunchbox when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. What you trying to say? Well, I was saying they were in hard times then too. Yeah, well, it was the best assets. Look. Yeah, they had a lot of different <laughs> companies that had bought them out, but you know, Marvel they, was down and out, sitting in a corner, just like I don't know what to do. I need some money. That, yeah, yeah. So just like I'm gonna sell my best assets. I'm gonna sell my best assets. I'm when they were the licensing to the Underoos company, <laughs> <laughs> here's my assets. Take them. Take them. It's like it's like oh, what was that movie with Julia Roberts and uh, Richard Gere? Pretty um, Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. So Disney was like Richard Gere, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that what happened? Richard Disney came in and was like. Here's a ring, and it's like snapping. She's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> kind of a thing. is that what it was? Pretty much. They're like, we will wine you, we will dine you. We like what you've done so far, but we can come in and, and make you better, and we can give you like an extra uh, share of stock that you have in Marvel because we'll raise it for you. So uh, essentially, they come in and take it over. Uh, so we start with the comics first, because in my opinion, if you don't have the comics, you don't have the ideas. Going forward to something bigger. That's right? where it all stemmed from, right? Exactly. Beautiful. That's how. That's how I feel about that. So I feel it with you. You, you feel what I'm coming I'm from? I feel where you're coming from. You picking up what I'm throwing down? It feels warm. There you go. They're on that magic carpet together, Lee. You and I to hold this thing down. So okay. So what we? So what ends up happening to kind of just like cut through tears really quick, right? Because I mean they pretty much put out a whole ton of books but the main thing they were known for uh right when disney was coming in they had an avengers versus x-men 
multi crossover. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, because of that, you got to see Cable take down the Avengers by staging a prison break and kidnapping Captain America and all this cool stuff. The X Men coming in say, "Hey, Cable, be a good guy. We'll protect your daughter from the Phoenix Force." And the Phoenix Force comes down and. Next now, the know. Phoenix Force, that was that group that Uma Thurman was a member of in Pulp Fiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix Force 5. Phoenix Force 5. Yes. She told a joke every issue, right? Yeah, that was, that was, that was part of it. That was Royale part of with it. cheese. Royale. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of their members. <laughs> so, uh, so, so really quick, because of that, because of that it forces the, uh, the company to change and reboot itself. And that's basically the theme that Marvel took uh, throughout uh, even going into the sale with Disney. They ended up forming Marvel Now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, they went ahead and did uh, Marvel Now 2.0. And then from there, they were like, hey, you know what? Since they did Marvel hashtag me too. Yeah. Two more. They got like hashtag. Hashtag Marvel 2. Two, two hashtag more Marvel versions. Marvel 2. Yes, yes, right. Marvel yes. matters. <laughs> Marvel matters. So, uh, and, and now from there, they've gone ahead and renumbered everything that they did. Did they really? Yes. Uh, it's now called Marvel Legacy. Like currently, that's that's what it is. So they basically just keep uh, rebranding. Yes, they keep rebranding themselves. And so now they're just like, okay, we're just going to say this is issue 680. It would have been one five mm-hmm. years ago, but now nah, that would have been like, you know, 510. So we're just keep this count going oh, to so where it is. It was like Goldberg's winning streak at WCW. <laughs> yeah, they kept rebooting it and yeah. they brought it to like W you know, WF and they were like, oh yeah, you can do it again. You know, why not? We can't stop you. So uh so what I'm doing, this is what I'm gonna do. Now you got like that brief history. This is what I'm gonna throw at you guys, okay? All right. Lay that glove down. I'm like boom. That All gauntlet. Right. So you know Thump. The movies that we've seen, right? Yeah. Infinity Wars based on Infinity Gauntlet. The MCU, yeah, if in you will. MCU Universe, right? I mean, yeah. Iron Man, the Avengers coming together, those are based on the Ultimate. So books that have already been made by Marvel now becoming the movie. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out a couple of storylines that Marvel has done, and you tell me if that would be something interesting for you to see as a movie. All right, so you're about to throw out storylines that they have done, mm-hmm. and we have to say if we would like to see that. Yeah, just kind of like a brief, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me just, before we start, is this actually something that could happen? So Disney owns the rights to these storylines? Yes. Are you asking just like, this is actually something that could possibly take place? No, these are actual books. These are actual issues. That's what I'm saying, though. These these exist right now in the Marvel Universe Disney that owns Disney them. could foreseeably turn into a movie or something like that or an attraction if they wanted to. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm with you. Okay. All right. All right. Lay, lay out the first one. All right. So Professor X is dead. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one. <laughs> Two snaps up in the Z. <laughs> God, I used to love that show. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Professor X is dead. And because of this, a uh, team of X-Men and a team of Avengers Formed together to stop Red Skull, who has captured Professor X's brain and uses it to take over the world. Crap. That's a convoluted... You sure head Wood didn't write that one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, not making, I'm not making it up. Uh, it's uh, uncanny. Like, does he become like the leader of AIM or something? <laughs> no, the brain? Steve Martin's in it. The man with two brains. Yeah, yeah, two brains. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he basically just... He just basically says, hey, he uses this kind of religious uh, zealotness to say, hey, follow me. You know, mutants are evil, that kind of stuff. Well, you had me until they used his brain as a weapon. Okay. uh, You had me until that. 
So you like the combination of X Men, X Men, and I like X Men Avengers. Avengers. I like oh yeah, one. what's not to like? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I was just that's basically what the Infinity Gauntlet comic book was. X Men, the Avengers. Well, what was left of them after hop, half the population was wiped out? Spoilers. Oops. <laughs> well, you didn't listen to the last show. Yeah, if you listen to the last show, you shouldn't know. You should have seen the movie by now. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie by now, no sympathy. Yeah, what you doing? No love for you. All right, go ahead. I'm All sorry. Right. Yeah, Lee, what do you what do you think? Well, I don't know how the brain works into it. So does he have like a special kind of brain? No, he has a friend named Pinky that helps <laughs> take over the world. <laughs> well, we do everything. I mean, what is special every about his brain in particular that can be used I as a weapon? I think so, Brian. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Good. I said, like, what, what's what's his brain in particular so special about it that it can be used? In this manner, well, because he's a uh, like a, a telepath. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. telepath. Right. You, you see the movies how he uses his brain to find the X Men and like Jane Grey. Manipulate things and, yeah. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Sorry, Dan. You didn't no, 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 no. You're the Marvel guy. I was trying to help. I know you got a line your plate right now. Well, no, help. I appreciate. I was, yeah, take some off the plate. Well, pictures. Cool, you know, it's a Thanksgiving meal. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sexy meal. So, what do you think, Lee? You want it or not? I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I want it. I'm, I'm little, scared now. I'm scared. You want that brand? Come on. Will you be gentle? God, I, don't like car, uh, I don't know that Kevin would make a very good car salesman. <laughs> you want this car, don't you? It's got wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It moves. Here's a key. Make it work. I got other people. Lunch is in 10 minutes. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Lee? Oh, that was a kinder, gentler like Kevin. Yeah. What you think, baby? What you, think, <laughs> you, you want that movie? Or take what? him on the carpet with you, Kevin. You want you want that movie? Take that take Burn that movie for a test drive. Yeah. yeah. You're going down over here, down You're the hill, low and slow, baby. What you, what you want? want? You, want, you want that brain? You want that brain movie? You want that Professor X brain? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, would you buy a ticket for it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes seems out. it seems very implausible. Implausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would buy the premise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> enough so yeah. so no so, even that's though no like you have like a lot of people there with superpowers who can fly and work yeah, yeah like I captain see. america he's teamed with like wolverine and rogue and thor see all that's like, probable but yes. the brain part of it that's just, just out there yeah, just, yes. mis- just going over my head okay well i think i think lee's a no lee's a no okay. I can, I'm, I'm with lee on this one I, yeah i don't know that i'm i'm in it to see i would watch it but i don't know that i would be Sold on the premise. Okay. Yep. And I would say yes, just to if that's the only chance I get to see an Avengers X Men crossover. Right. I'd give it a shot. Yeah, because I mean, you got to realize. I mean, in the comics, you've seen these crossovers happen a, a thousand times. And right. We haven't seen it happen on screen once. Right. And it, well, once Disney buys Fox, who knows? Yes. That could possibly happen. That's a, and that's the thing. That's a possible storyline with them acquiring Fox that they could do, that they could pull from the archive, just mm-hmm. like yeah. Infinity Gauntlet. They can open up the vault, as Disney would say. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right, cool. What, what you got next? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Wolverine, he quits going to battle for a while and takes over Professor X's school and teaches young teenage mutants how Dark. to use their powers and work as a team. Like this Teen sounds like a television show on Lifetime. <laughs> it's, it's like Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, it's like Head of the Class. <laughs> it's not a With claws. Yeah. Yes. It's not a tumor. What if I told you one of them looked like a big pickle? One of the students looks like a big pickle. No. I'll say no. Okay. I don't want to see a big pickle. I figured the visual might have helped with Does the pickle have batteries in it? It only has I might pay for that. It doesn't even have legs. What a superpower. It doesn't even have legs, Lee. 
It's what's, a pretty powerful. What's its name? I want to see a visual of this. Oh, pickle. pickle. Yeah, it's, no, it's got a weird name, like, like like Gloop or something. Like it's it's crazy. A pickle named Gloop. Yeah, it looks like a pickle. It's an alien, but it looks it like a pickle. Tastes like Gloop. You know, can I tell you? Okay, so I, I, I'm going to say yes because the pickle thing doesn't bother me because there's been like a lot of stuff that they've gotten around to like, okay, now we got to put it on screen. Yeah, no, let's make this look a little bit more realistic. Yeah, it doesn't that so, say, it probably look better than a pickle. Yes. I mean, Ego looks silly in the comics. See, he, I would imagine it being something like a Lego film or like a, you know, a CGI animated kind of. I would see that. Sure. Why not? Oh, Danny wow, says here it yes. is. Yeah. Okay. Danny says yes. I say no. It looks lean. like a, it looks like Slimer from. Yes. Oh, okay. oh wow. The, All right. Okay, that's not so bad when yeah, you see him like that. Yeah. Oh, I'd buy that. Okay, okay. he might have that. Um, and his name's Dupe. D O O P. Oh, Dupe. Gloop. Dupe. Bone Dupe. Gloop. Go on there, Dupe. 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 Dad boy. All right. So, so Gloop is a is Gloop a a student or? Yeah, he'll be he would be one of the. So students. Wolverine Dupe. is teaching Dupe. Dupe. Gloop's Dupe. his brother. Dupe. Yeah, that's Bone, his, Bone that's Dupe. Gloop. That's his cousin on the daddy's side. That's Gloop Jenkins. Yeah. Dupe? I guess it's okay if he's green. If he was brown and like looked like a big turd, it might not work, <laughs> not work as well. But somehow I'm going to imagine that Dupe's not an important part of this story. <laughs> I'm thinking that he might just be a background. I think we're getting like a slimer up. story. I mean, you focus get, on the Wolverine. This is going to yeah. be a three-part show. I can see it already. Uh, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm just like a right, so just basically Wolverine retires, goes into teaching, mm-hmm. and then that's it. He trains te- his group. He to teaches be- the, the, the new superheroes. Yeah. yeah. He's the, like the new Professor X. Yes. Exactly. And, a, and an enemy person comes and attacks the school, and the kids have to bind together with all the knowledge of, that Wolverine yeah, has Wolverine's taught them. them. Yes. Because Wolverine got knocked out by one punch wonder. And um, yeah. <laughs> Magneto came, took him out. Magneto came, had his way with him, and you now the kids have to do something. <laughs> Where's your claws now, bitch? Here's an adamantium dildo for you. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Well. If that's the case, then I guess I'll <laughs> I, 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 I might want to see this movie then. <laughs> Wait, the adamantium dildo yeah, sold, that, that that sold it for me. <laughs> well, that, that part There's a smile on his face right now. <laughs> that was, that, that was, was not there until you said adamantium <laughs> dildo. That was me oh. having fun right there. That okay, was me having right, fun. All right, I could go for that. All right, okay. so what's next, Eli? Because I'm scared now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Thor loses his powers, right? Odin takes his powers away. And gives it to his girlfriend and makes her the new Thor. And she's good as long as she has the hammer. But without the hammer, she suffers from breast cancer. This is a real story? This is a real story. This is a real story. Okay, so like Patch Adams meets Marvel. Maybe the hammer makes her a god. Yeah. And maybe like as a real person, she she probably already has cancer. Exactly. Well, say okay. Well, now you're being a little deceitful in the way you're you're spinning these yarns. I thought I said without the hammer. She's yeah, but I had to read. We had to read into the fact that she was already sick. You made it sound like, hey, you know, if she goes to bed and she drops a hammer, she's She's because of the hammer. She'll be dead by morning. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true though. They have a female Thor now. Yeah, they have a female Thor now. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and that made big news in in the very beginning, but the sales kind of kind of dropped off. So. Personally, look, I don't like it when they they change up characters and they're like, oh, guess what? You know, we we have a. a Latino Spider-Man. We a have black. a female uh, Iron Man. We have, a, you know, it's like I, I'm all for diversity in comics, but create mm-hmm. their own characters. To me, Iron Man is Tony Stark. Um, Captain America, Steve Rogers. Exactly. I, I don't, you know, if you put any, like, they've done it before where they put somebody else's Batman and it's like, no, Batman is Bruce Wayne. No one else has suffered and gone through and, and created the mantle of Batman 
like Bruce, that fits Bruce Wayne. For somebody, it, it, it's like, you know, what, who's your favorite band, Lee? Uh, Beatles. The Beatles. Okay. Yeah. It'd be like uh, somebody oh, came along Beatles and said, yeah, here's our new Beatles. Two of them are a girl. And, and they could be a great group. They could be a great four-person four group, two girls, two guys, whatever. Mixed race. And it's still not the Beatles. You know, they did that in wrestling where they had the, the fake Diesel and Razor Ramon when, when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall left and they brought in these two other guys. And you're like, well, these guys will just be Diesel and Razor. And the crowds hated, hated it. it. Why? Because... Those they could have just made them a new character. Exactly, right. you, you make them a new character. That's what I'm saying. And um, that and that did. And you, but you're right. A, a lot of the comic fans uh, felt the same sentiment that uh, that Danny is like, "Hey, I, I like my characters as they are. And if you want to make new characters, give us a chance to embrace that. And yes, I, make them new characters and yeah. make them new characters. Yes, it's like they're trying to get over new characters by not. Embrace by not attaching them to their uh, existing audience, but by saying, "Well, here you're just now Batman, and we have an audience uh, uh, that is preconditioned to like Batman." So I'm saying Batman, even though this is a Marvel yeah, but discussion. Yeah, but like Captain America, you know, yeah. Falcon becomes Captain America in the books. Bucky, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, Bucky has been Captain America, and you're like, "Well, no, I'm used to." It's like a shortcut. Yeah, it's like a shortcut to relevance. It's like, look, we can't think of a new good character to do and make it a female, and, and, and she comes up with her own mythology. She makes herself up. No, so we'll just... Yeah. To me, that's more insulting than if y'all just tried to it's get like, over... And like it, on Roseanne, where they got a new Becky. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Everyone... Who, who's this Becky? Who's that? That's not what I grew up on. Yeah. Now, you're right. There was a character called Miss Marvel, not the one that's in that's going to be in like future right. movies. But uh, she is like a... Is, oh, she converted to Islam. Right, she's Islamic. Yes, I read that. Yes. yes. And the only crit I have is she looks like, you know, she has Mr. Fantastic's powers as far as I can see. But people have really embraced that book because it's like, okay, he's a character that stands on its own. And wasn't it like a Korean Hulk too? <laughs> well, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a different type of Hulk. There's a couple of Hulk. Is he yellow? <laughs> no, there's like... <laughs> I did not say that. That was Lee Lostavica. We are all for diversity. I want the combo number two. I want the extra sauce on that one. Thank you very much. I'll take one for the team. No, you good. You good. Okay, so that's uh, so overall those different lies we just talked about. So they were to make movies out of them. No. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a fan. Like again, I, you know, I I like my characters being who they are. If you want to create a new character and call it something like, I'll go see Miss Marvel. I wasn't even a fan of the Miss Marvel comic, but I'll go see it to give it a shot because mm-hmm. it's a new character. I like to see what they do with it. Don't just go ahead and have Tony Stark hand over the the reins to Jennifer Aniston, and I'm supposed <laughs> to care. Sorry. Uh, I mean, and, and one thing that Disney—that's what I thought. Of when I was kind of reading through and researching this. Is like one thing Disney does really well is making characters just boom out of ether and then making sure that you care for them. Well, like you know? the, the comic industry for a long time has had trouble making new characters. I mean, we're really, when you think about it, we're still stuck with the same characters for the most part. There are very few. They're like, almost like a handful of newer characters that have really kind of crossed over to becoming mm-hmm. mainstream. Uh, Lee's got his hand up. Yeah. Well, I just want to throw a theory out there. Is, that, is it because there's not as many new comic book fans to usher in new characters so you're just re- you're just depending on the old fan base and the old characters that they like i think that could be part of it but i also think that this is a problem that dates back 
decades. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. Name the last new character that they put out there that really resonated. Like, when did Cable just hit the, you know, got yeah. Yeah. Deadpool. Cable's been out since Deadpool. the 90s. Okay. Deadpool but too. Deadpool about the 90s. I mm-hmm. mean, in the last 20 years, a character that really has just become mainstream. And I wouldn't even say Cable's necessarily mainstream. They're going to try and get him into that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I struggle to think of one. And, and um, yeah, it could just be because I'm older now and I don't read as many comic books yeah. anymore uh, that maybe there is somebody out there. But generally when somebody, when something crosses over like that, when there's a book with a lot of buzz, you hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's, let's try this. I, right. I got like uh, two left. Two left. All right. And then uh, we, we go from there. All right. All right. What you got? Okay, the original five X-Men, like from the 60s, right? Beast, Jean Grey, Cyclops. Iceman, Iceman Angel. And Jean- okay. Okay, they go into the future or the current, that current time mm-hmm. for the X-Men. And uh, basically, it's like back to the future with the X-Men. They run into their current selves. Jean Grey is sold. I want to see that. Jean Grey is is tried for crimes she didn't commit because she wasn't born yet to be Phoenix. Love it. Cyclops is attacked because he was known for killing Professor X. So Wolverine wants to kill him, but it's the younger Cyclops who has no clue what's going on. Great. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I like that. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This sounds cool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you see? know, there's the conflict and like, well, how do you hold me accountable? I wasn't even you know, here yet. And right. All that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that, that, no, no, could, that, sounds, that, that sounds very interesting. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It, it's a it's a it's a very cool storyline. Actually, you get one part where the uh, the Guardians are involved in it. So uh, real quick, though. But what does this have to do with Disney? This was after Disney. Disney helped to produce uh, the, this story, this storyline. But this this storyline was really, this is a comic, comic book. So Disney, Disney was actively involved. Like I guess what I would be asking you right now is how heavily involved is Disney? I mean, has Disney when, when Disney bought Marvel was mm-hmm. there any shakeup where Disney's like, okay, well we're gonna we're we're gonna put our story team in there to kind of oversee what you guys do. We're gonna have some of our guys bring John Lasseter over. Yeah, I mean, I got it, what you're saying. No, no, they they pretty much left it up to Joe Casada, Dan Buckley. And all those guys, as far as like the comic line, they were just like the most they did. Okay, I put it like this: the only they really did to really uh, shake things up uh, was they bought the license back from Dark Horse for Star Wars, and then brought that back over to the Marvel line to you know go carte blanche on. I mean, just outside looking in, it doesn't seem like they've done anything but make movies. Well, no, I mean they've continued to make comic yeah. books, books, but yeah. well, yeah. it's going to continue. But I mean, it's probably uh, the most public. I still don't foresee space. Disney equals comic books. I still see comic books as like a separate thing. separate entity, huh? Yeah, you watch ESPN, you don't see that as Disney, but it's Disney. Yeah, true. Yeah, but no, it's not like they hate say, "Oh yeah, we got the guy coming in from Disney World. He's going to show you how it's done." The o- the only other thing is, yeah, some of the artists that they have working on the books. Uh, they're involved in doing like storyboards and stuff like that for the movies or taking their designs like the Iron Man. That's a Addy Gravinov design. So they're like, OK, we can take what you have and just, you know, transfer it. But as far as saying we want it this way or that way, the most I've, I've seen is they've just given them like some shares and like uh, some creatives have left and editorial staff has left uh, as of now. But they don't want to divulge why. So okay. 
But I mean, they had people, like you said before, they, they had their best six artists walk out the door and go form another company because they were so dissatisfied with the way Marvel was running things. So, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, was it the same people being in charge that, because I mean, like you said, it sounds like if they left their creative team in control and said, look, guys, y'all handle the comic book business. Uh, you know, we trust what, y- what y'all are doing is going to be effective. It sounds like Disney buying Marvel has had zero effect on the comics. I, I would I would. I would say, yeah, I mean, I, I was selling this to Kevin earlier. At first, I was going to say, you know, I don't think they had a good effect on them at all uh, because, like you said, it wasn't really something where they said, okay, here, here are all these different stories. We're going to put them, like, remember He-Man? Remember they had, like, all these different toys? The toy came with the book. Like, they, yes. they weren't things like that. Like, something where they're like, okay, we have this line of books. We have this toy. We have this form of merchandise. Let's just start putting the books everywhere you know what i mean like i figured maybe they would have kind of upped the ante as far as advertising or just or a promotion like you said they run espn you would think there would be some form of comic you know tie or something world of comic sports i mean no it's not like people got to run around and and, and, you know under or something but they sell the comics in their theme parks i mean yeah, they well, yes, they, they have a few, but <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like on the scope, that's that's where I was kind of looking at when I started. I was like, oh yeah, well they didn't really, they really you know do well, that. It's not like you've ever seen like it's not like you've ever turned on TV and saw advertising for comics even back in the 80s, 90s. I mean, like you just that's not how they market. That's not yeah, that's not how they market. They yeah, do yeah. But they didn't have the backing where somebody's like, here's four billion dollars. I mean, even. Back then, the best book that would have sold might have been like a million copies. And after you've gone through, you know, the retailers and the distribution, you may clear like, you know, I don't know, a few hundred thousand or something. But if somebody says here's four billion, you kind of like, all right, let's, you know, blow the doors off this puppy and see what we can do. That's how I well, would I think. I don't know that Disney just handed Marvel four billion dollars. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Said, well, no, I know what you're saying, but I think Disney helped Marvel... Uh, financially stabilize and I think that they've made uh, smart investments in the way they've gone about handling business with Marvel but I don't necessarily think that it's Disney's job to go out of their way to say okay let's start you know taking out ads on TV hey buy the new um how to do all do all yeah. different experts. Yeah, by the new Daredevil book, you know? It's like as it is, they're they're busy they're promoting their Netflix series, <laughs> they're promoting their uh, ABC series, they're promoting their movies. I mean, they're promoting the hell out of the Marvel brand, but that's just not how comics are marketed. Comics are marketed in comic book stores and so is it tough. Like I said, I think it's a great service that they're doing that they put them in their theme parks. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the theme parks. It's just yeah, without the ideas you you don't have the other two. Well, it's the same right. thing with Disney. Without the cartoons, without the animation, you don't right. have anything. So yeah. it's gotta, it's gotta all be like the circle of life, so to speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the last one, and then we'll we'll move on to the the next tier. All right, you guys, good with that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Would you pay to see a movie that was about a guy who got injected with gamma rays and adamantium, so he became sounds good so far a Hulk with adamantium claws, but he's not Bruce Banner. Incredible Wolverine. He is Weapon H. Heroin? Triple H. Saw strung out. I need that stuff. I need that stuff. Help me. He's like tapping his arm. Weapon H. Yeah, no, is Weapon he a good H. guy or is he a bad guy? Uh, it's it, it's a series that literally just started like a month ago. But uh, so far, he's kind of like, you know, like the, 
Incredible Hulk TV show, like the 70s one, which mm-hmm. is kind of like this drifter. And he's okay. just like, I want to be away from people. But he's essentially a good guy, but he can't, he doesn't just he's rush tormented. in and do good. Yeah, he does. He's like, I just want to be away. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. some crazy monster comes up and tries to eat people in the world. He's like, damn, I need to help them. You know, and he's he, a bad guy, but he's not necessarily a bad guy. Yeah, he's a badass <laughs> guy. So, but he turns into this gray Hulk with claws. Hmm. Hulk with claws. Yeah, and as a visual, I'm like, I I would want to check that out. And he gets chased by government. And I'm looking at him right now. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Looks like Hulk. I'd, I'd watch it. I mean, sure. Yeah. So the sequel to Weapon H, that's going to be Preparation H. Preparation <laughs> H. <laughs> He's got claws that hurts and a butt that does too. And then the third one will be Triple H. Oh, yeah. I'd see that one, right? <laughs> They put yeah. some cream on it. You know, he looks like if if this would be like a great bad guy to me. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now, I don't know that. his backstory, so it might get, maybe you find out more about him, and it's a sympathetic thing, and you care. But to me, this looks like a bad guy. Uh, the way it's laid out, from what I've seen, he's kind of like a Rambo who got PTSD, and he just you know he's like a tormented guy. He hasn't seen his family; they think he's dead. And he gets picked up by this government. You know, the only thing here is that because uh, I'm looking around there, and there's a Weapon X. And there's a Venom, and he's got claws, and he's like a Hulk. Yeah, they, they mess him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's what it seems like. So, so this is what they're doing to create characters. Like, they're turning their their staple of characters into different genders, uh, races, and, and sexual orientation. What if Malcolm X got Gamma Raid? Ooh. <laughs> Weapon X? Weapon well, X. there's already a Weapon, Weapon X. Malcolm. Professor Weapon X. Yeah. But now they're doing mashups with their superheroes. They're yeah. like, we're just going to take two superheroes and... Boom, boom, put them together, together. And got one. And it's not, but it's not the the guy that you're used to. Like in other words, not. I was like, oh, when I first saw the cover, it's like, oh, what's Bruce Banner, David Banner? They're like, oh, it's not. I got to learn a whole new guy. This reeks to me of just bad writing. I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I not bad writing because I haven't read the book, so maybe the book is great. I, it just seems like lazy storytelling. It's like, yeah, we can't really come up with a new guy, so we'll just what? put two things together. It's like. You put your peanut butter in my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you got Reese's, baby. Put your Hulk in my Wolverine. You got Reese's. You got your Wolverine. And that's the thing. You got to hope it turns into Reese's. And yeah. Well, now that's a, but that's a good point. Is like I, I was trying to read up on the guy. One of the things that made me think of was like, okay, well, if they're trying all these different mashups and they're saying, okay, you know, we're going to have a female Wolverine. We're going to have a, a team of Weapon X guys. So Old Man Logan teams up with Sabretooth, who teams up with Thunderbird, who teams up with Domino. Like, hey, these people have never all been in the same place unless they're fighting each other. All I could think of is maybe they're saying, hey, maybe there's like a comics to movie division or something. And they're like, hey, if you make this sell, we can turn it into a movie and you're getting paid. Like, that's the only thing I could kind of think of. But yeah, I'm like, I thought of a Hulk with Wolverine claws when I was a teenager. Why didn't they come up with that now? But the artist is phenomenal. One, you know, I, I, I like it for that. But okay, so you guys would see that if that was to become a movie, or I don't know. If I, the, I'll give it a yes. Yeah, I, I'll give it a yes. Just looking yeah, at this comic look, book, if, it, it yes. if it was like a, a standalone Hulk movie, which I understand we can't get, but I mean, if it was a standalone Hulk movie and he was fighting the guy, I, I would definitely be in on that. Yeah, sure. All right, right on. I know. Oh. Crazy reason. So again, those storylines. And more can't be found at your local comic book store. I did not make them up because if I did, I probably would have more money in my pocket. Rich right now. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Open up a book and read it. Yep. All right. So what we got next? See. (laughs) All right. So okay. So of course, like we were saying, the next tier would be 
the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are already talked about how these ideas have been created into books, and some of these ideas have now been transferred onto the big screen. Mm-hmm. Ten years going. In this case, and, and I'm sorry, before with the Disney, I, I thought Disney just kind of did like a, a wash as far as the comics. But the movies, while they had something to kind of base it off on, they've definitely taken the movies to a whole nother level. Like Disney, just what they've put in visually, like Infinity War is crazy. So I'm, I, I think they helped to enhance the product on the movie front. It seems to me that this is where they're going to make their money back. Is with the movies because I looked at this and I, I sent it to you guys. Nine of the top ten opening day movies of all time right now are owned by Disney. Of those nine, six of them are Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So opening day, the six Marvel movies made oh like uh, what did I figure out? Made a billion dollars on the opening day or opening weekend. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is where they're going to make their money back. And they think they're doing the things, same thing with Star Wars as well. It's like, okay, we can invest. You know, it's going to cost money to make these movies, but we're going to like quadruple our investment. Like 300 million. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but it, it, it's, a, it's a high risk, high reward kind of thing. Because if you true. gamble and you get a, yeah, you get a bad one. Right. And wipe out the profits. <laughs> well, that's, that's what's impressive about Guardians. I mean, that's a pretty obscure property. Right, and I took a I'd chance. Never heard that. of it. I think yeah. your average person had never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy until it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, even me, I was like, oh, I heard of them in the seventies, but they didn't look like they did now. But when I saw Rocket shooting a big gun standing on grid, I'm like, I want to see the talking raccoon. I, I want to see that. See, right. I had the exact opposite. I saw a tree holding a raccoon shooting a gun. I thought that is the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Like, Makes no sense whatsoever. Why isn't he picking nuts off of his head? Uh, but but I mean, then after like five or six people saw their, they're like, oh, you got to see it, you got to see it. I was like, oh, I went and saw it. I was like, oh, crap, you're right. This is a badass movie. Marketing. Just to kind of jump off of uh, Lee's numbers, I, I went and added up all the, what the movies have made so far to date, or as not to date, but as of uh, May 1st, 2018. Mm-hmm. So the total of all the movies that have been released for the MCU and their, their worldwide total as of May 1st, 2018 is fifteen billion four hundred eighty-five million eight hundred fifty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine nine hundred ninety dollars? Wow! Almost said nine hundred ninety-nine haunts. No, nine hundred ninety dollars. Yeah, and then Stan Lee's current worth is a hundred million. Well, that's when his you know doctors aren't taking his blood, right? right, 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 right. <laughs> Doing all that crazy nonsense. No, like, well, and that includes that does include Infinity War's opening weekend. Right. So, yeah. Here's so, how, yeah, so he spent records. four billion to make. 100 no you say 15 billion they tripled they tripled their money already well technically i well, mean they, they bought it profits. initially for four yeah. billion it's not all profits yeah you got to subtract a, a, all know, expenses 300 million on top of that. per yeah. movie right, right. yeah once right. you start eating away at that um you got to yeah. take four billion plus whatever they spent on them each of the movies and figure out what they're actually plus the marketing and everything like that profit, i mean like yeah. yeah these movies are they're, yeah. they're expensive gambles and one wrong one i mean you know, look, that was one of my favorite stories looking into this is how uh, in order to get the very first Iron Man made, Marvel Studios had to put up all their characters as collateral right. with Merrill Lynch in order to go ahead. And if, and if it failed, they no forever lost. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. out for sale. I could have bought Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that. So, uh, yeah. Going on eBay. Yeah, and, 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 uh, <laughs> Iron Man Worldwide is 15th out of that list. And that's, yeah. and that's very tricky. That's a, that's a tricky thing to pull off. But that's yeah, but it. see, Disney did at the same time. Is they're, then they're also selling all the, the, the merchandise. 
Look, and that's where they're that's where they're crushing it. Marvel was always selling merchandise, but, yeah, but what Disney, what Disney yeah. did. This look, I've marked it down. It's three things Disney did for uh, Mar- like you could say. Let's pretend that if Disney never got involved, never got involved, and said Marvel Studios, y'all just do your thing. We're just here. We're the money. Y'all do what y'all want. Which I think we can all agree is probably what's happened. I don't see that they've really uh, in gotten involved too much in the creative process. And movie-wise? Yes. I think I, they've let Kevin Feige kind of do what he wants to do. Yeah, and but in some cases, they took some... Cre- like uh, Brian Michael Bendis, mm-hmm. who had a, a huge part with the Spider-Man movies. But granted, that was when they, Spider-Man was with Sony, and right. it just got bought out. But yeah, Kevin Feige was like, hey, Disney, can I just like... Not let this guy consult on the movies, and they were like, "Sure." So, well, like, it wasn't just him though. They cut out him. They cut out Casada. They cut out a lot of the Marvel higher ups because the directors were all complaining that these guys were meddling too much in the creative process because they'd be looking to Disney, "Hey, we want to do this. We want a quick yes or no on this," mm-hmm. and they'd have to sit down on a committee of comic book writers who had, "Well, they wouldn't do this if you like." I remember reading about that in the Marvel committee once, like. They wanted to reject, like, uh, what's the name of the guy that made Gardens of the Galaxy? He was, I want to say Peter Gunn, but I, I can't remember if that's his name or not. They, uh, they James were, Gunn. James Gunn, thank you. They were rejecting the idea of putting in the 70s soundtrack in the Gardens of the Galaxy. They thought that was a stupid idea. They didn't want that in there. The best part of the damn the movie. The best part of the movie. <laughs> that committee was like, no. They were messing around with Ronan. There was a lot of directors who just did not like working having to answer to like, you know, they would go to Faggy and then next thing you know, Faggy, hold up, I'll have to get back to you because I have to talk to these guys who, by the way, their real job isn't to do this. They got other, <laughs> you know, things that they've got to do and it, it kind of became a thing. It's crazy though because without those guys though, you don't have the backbone for the movie that's coming out. So it's like, True. No, chicken on an egg. Chicken uh, you know, an egg. Well, on that. it is, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you don't go ahead and say, like, let's say if you're going to remake, uh, let, let's say, I'm remaking Halloween. Mm-hmm. I can't have John Carpenter telling me exactly what to do every step of the way because he already made his version of it. This is I got to take his version. I've seen it, and now make my version of it. Otherwise, what's the goddamn point? <laughs> 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 it's got to be that director's vision of it, and and you have to have trust in the director and the writing team that they okay. We we've, we've backed a good guy, and they're going to take this where they're going to take it, and they're going to make their changes where they want to make them, and we just have to trust the process. And thus far, Marvel has shown that they're pretty good <laughs> at, at picking these guys out. But going back to what we were yeah. talking about originally, okay, this is what I think Disney did for Marvel. So let's pretend that Disney had nothing to do with the creative success of any of these movies. They're just bankroll. What they've done is they've improved Marvel's brand awareness through their marketing machine. You know, with D23, Comic-Con, um, uh, TV spots on, a, on ABC, ESPN, that kind of thing. Through, I don't know that seven years ago anyone could have named you five members of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I think the I think more people knew the Justice League than the Avengers. Yeah, and everyone knows the Hulk. Everyone knows Spider Man. Spider Man. Everyone knows. Okay. Or, no. <laughs> maybe Captain America to maybe, some degree. I think Cap. Cap yeah. for sure. But yeah. I don't know anybody knew Black Widow no. seven years ago or Hawkeye or, you know, maybe Thor, maybe. Witch. I think Thor, yeah. Thor, yeah. Well, Thor, they, and Thor Adventures in Babysitting, you know, mm-hmm. that was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Vincent D'Onofrio when he was <laughs> yeah, That's right. That's but right. just Super Friends alone. I mean, Justice League had a, a higher recognition amongst people. They're, if you ask anybody who the ultimate team up, they would have said the Justice League. The key is, is that the Justice League, they're like, 
members that stay together. Like they don't change. There's not too many people that jump in and jump out. And oh yeah, there is. And you know, well, you know what I'm saying. It's not like they expand to like you know. Well, they have expanded now. Yeah, like I was gonna 30, say but. Cyborg, Aztec, uh, <laughs> Big. But Barna. I mean, the Justice League was from when I was a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the Justice League. You have Wonder Woman and the airplane and the last one, and then you had you know uh, Batman and. They all that was what we grew up with. I didn't know anything about Marvel back then. Was there even was there even Marvel back then? I'm assuming there, there was. Yeah, 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 absolutely there was. Yeah. Just, but they weren't on Saturday morning cartoons. No, they they did not they didn't have a presence there, right? Well, exactly. Spider Man at best, but not Avengers, yeah. I'm yeah, Spider Man and Friends. Yeah. It was yeah. Spider Man, uh Firestorm and Iceman. Iceman. Don't know who that is, just know Spider Man. Exactly. <laughs> so that's one thing that Disney has greatly improved Marvel's brand awareness. People now know what Marvel is, who they own, and are probably more familiar with their characters than when they are DC characters at this point. Second thing that Disney did is that their money is made to where Marvel Studios can afford to take risks like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man. They, mm. they couldn't have gambled on movies like this before. Black Panther, for sure. Black Panther, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. They can take lesser-known properties and then also, in addition to that, increase their product line, but now releasing two or three movies a year mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've got that Disney money machine behind you. Yeah, you got the phase one that that was pretty much the the testing point. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, everybody likes Iron Man. We can do Iron Man again. Yeah, everybody likes it. Everybody likes Thor. We can do it again. And they're like, okay, we're good. Everybody knows him. Let's do Incredible Hulk. Oh, wait, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the third thing is that now that Disney owns Marvel, once again, it's using its money machine to make everything whole and make up for all those bad deals by brokering deals that bring everybody back under the same roof. Now they're trying to get Fox uh, back in. They got yep. Spider-Man back in. I mean, yeah. they don't wholly own them, but they're making deals in order to go ahead and make that Marvel Universe whole again. All three of those things could not be accomplished without Disney. I agree. I wish they oh, would have yeah. did it earlier, though, because now some of these actors, they're getting older. And I'm, I'm personally just worried that like by the time... You know, Fox is like, okay, cool. You can have, you know, X-Men. Hugh Jackman's already been like, I don't want to be Wolverine anymore. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's what you're dealing with is that now you're coming to an end of this and it, the idea that this fad is going to go on forever. Right. I don't know. I mean, things end. I, I, I hope it does because I'm a, I'm a huge comic book fan. I think these movies are opening up a lot of people's eyes to how great these movies are. But, but but will you have six of your top ten be comic book movies? I don't think so. I, I think, you know, it goes to show. Like, you know, there was a point in time where everyone loved Westerns. Yeah, exactly. That's it, what I'm saying. Like, everyone loves Westerns. Right now, it is, it is superheroes. Yes. But ten years from now, is it going to be superheroes? Is it going to be sci-fi? Is it going to be whatever? I mean, that trend for comic book uh, superheroes has been around. I mean, uh, in the movies, have been around for a little while now. I mean, it may not be like the top six, but I mean, ever since like Batman with uh, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and then subsequent movies, I mean, it's still there. Well, right. But you had, okay, so Batman hit huge, but then they but just then fell had, yeah, off. It fell yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's still, it's, it didn't like completely disappear. Like people didn't stop making those movies. No, but I mean, Westerns yeah. haven't completely disappeared. Right. You still get Django. You still get Cowboys versus Aliens. Yeah. You Hostiles, still get Hateful Eight. Like uh, you, you still get the, uh, but I mean, this is a license to print money right now. You, you come out right. with three or four right. of these a yeah. year and you don't think twice about it. I don't know how long this is sustainable for. Hopefully forever. I, I, I hope we're all right here and yeah, we, we get to enjoy these characters forever. But how are people going to react if Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and um, uh, I keep forgetting the guy's name plays Thor, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth. Thank you. 
once they all step away and they hand over the franchise to Chadwick Boseman and and um, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, yeah, and, 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 and Paul Rudd. I mean, how's that going to translate? Are people still going to come? I don't know. I mean, this could be something where, like, we were talking about with the with the diverse characters. Like, once does that same rule apply to actors? Like, if you say, okay, well, Robert Downey Jr. is out, but here's this other person. Uh, that we, you know, we'll put, I don't know, Brad Pitt and dye his hair black and, you know, dye well, I mean, black he's, 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 he's old. You need to go much younger. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, do, you, do you believe Iron Patriot was a character? test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you got to 007 it. You know, you got you to have the next 007. And so Sean Connery was 007 for a while. And then, you know, whoever the next guy was. So yeah, who's Roger the Moore. next? Roger Moore. Who's yeah. the next uh, Iron Man? Man is the next actor. There's a guy That's who did it once. Th- but is it? <laughs> I agree with you, but I, what I'm saying is, is it that easy? Now these characters have become... No, I don't know become, if it is or not, but I mean, that's, that's the only choice you have. Yeah. That now these characters have become so identifiable that what happens when they step away? Are people going to be like, eh, not my Iron Man? I mean, Johnny Depp. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, obviously not, it's not uh, superheroes, but Johnny Depp is a perfect example. Like, who else can be Johnny, can be... Jack you know, Sparrow. Yeah, who yeah. else can do it? Well, we're going to find out with Solo. Yeah, you, you're ready to see that come out. I mean, already yeah. the buzz on that's kind of negative, but we're going to see. I mean, who can somebody just step in and take a character that is so uniquely Harrison Ford and make people believe and buy into that as being that yeah, exact be same hard. character? Yeah, it's, yeah. That's a tough one. And I just want to address this in case anybody's thinking this. that oh, You can't use Ant-Man as an example because we never saw Michael uh, Douglas <laughs> as Ant-Man. He was never established like these other characters were established. So... The Ant-Man argument doesn't work. I want my yes. Hank Pym, damn it. Can, just in case anybody... Yeah, well, I know. I'm, I was one of those guys like, Hank Pym should be freaking Ant-Man. But no, they pass it off. That that scenario doesn't work because we didn't have a string of movies with Michael Douglas as Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, yeah. Just for anybody saying that out there, no. <laughs> yeah, I, and I would, I would akin this argument that switching out the actors for the same character, I don't think it does work. And I would use Spider-Man as an example. Like, Tobey Maguire... Had his run, so people were like, okay, I can I can take that. Although the third one uh, wasn't a fan, but then they had Andrew Garfield, and then they redid Spider Man again, and I was like, okay, I like him. He's he's not too bad. But then he had two movies, and then he was you know he was gone, and so now they got this young cat coming in. I think he's getting a better push, but it's hard to like. You know, like or dislike these two previous incarnations of this character, and then it's mm-hmm. okay. Here's this third one, and then we're gonna just put him in like you know this badass movie and give him all this stuff. You're gonna like him because you know he's gonna die and this and that. And it's like, yeah, I just like Spider Man. I can't, I can't distinguish these actors anymore because you've already switched them out on me three times. It's so. not like these guys are well known either. Yeah, yeah, good that's point. The thing, you know, that that's a great point, Kevin. Is that yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Is you know where we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Taking yeah. away a Tom Holland or an Andrew Garfield, uh, I don't know, like uh, maybe in a few years, <laughs> Tom Holland. Kind of grows on. Yeah, you. exactly. But I don't know that these guys were really marquee guys like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. or um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans yeah. and all them have big. Well, not even so much Chris Evans, but. Robert Downey Jr. is probably the biggest out of all. Yeah. 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 No, that's no, yeah he goes all the way back to the early yeah, 80s. 80s, yeah. Yeah. But uh, just to touch on this real quick, one other thing, uh, you know, some people might, again, since the the, the focus of this isn't whether or not this stuff will work going beyond, the focus of this is whether or not Marvel is better since... Since they bought them. Since since Disney bought them, yeah. I think a lot of people forget how bad Marvel just about messed themselves up after the success of Iron Man. 
A lot of people forget the tragedy that was Iron Man 2. Who? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, and the, and the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk did not, I mean, it wasn't a bomb, but it didn't perform overly well. Which it, one? Which one was the Incredible the, uh, Hulk? The Incredible Edward Hulk Norton? was the, the Edward Norton. Uh, 20, Edward Norton. 2008 one, yeah. And I that one, that one. That one got, no, dude. It came out last on the list as far as money. <laughs> Worldwide as of May 1st. And not, not only that, though, I mean, it was played because they hired Edward Norton to, to be the Hulk, and Edward Norton rewrote the entire movie on the spot. <laughs> because yeah, they they gave him that kind of creative control in, in this contract. So yeah. he was rewriting the movie on the fly, and then next thing you know, they ended up with like a two and a half hour Hulk movie, and then that started a whole big thing where he wanted to edit it down. They, and Marvel wanted to edit it down, and he didn't like that, and so he refused to have like he barely did any promotion for the movie. You know, it was it was a messy, messy divorce to where they had to release a public statement. Marvel ended up releasing a public statement saying that they don't want anything more to do with Edward Norton, that he doesn't play well with other, others. Others then, either. <laughs> yeah. And then you had the whole Iron Man 2 fiasco where they lost out on Terrence Howard because they lowballed him, and then yeah. that went to Don Cheadle. Sam Jackson came out and said that he guess he's not Nick Fury anymore because they lowballed Sam Jackson, and he didn't nearly come back. Same thing with Mickey Rourke. He went out and was like, yep, I'm not playing Whiplash. They offered me 250000 And Is this pre-Disney? This is pre-Disney. Pre okay. right, this was about 2008-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Right as Disney got on board and they started bankrolling. Like, uh, John Favreau directed the first two Iron Man movies, refused to direct any more Iron Man movies. He was so pissed off of the Iron Man 2 experience, the way they took away the control of what he wanted those movies to be, that he refused to have anything to do with it anymore. So, so there, if without Disney, there might not have been another Iron Man. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that they would have survived Iron Man 2 with the way they were going. Without the Disney stepping in and saying, here's your money, Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my mother money. You can eat now. You know, Tired of this mother money not being in my pocket yet. So yeah, Iron Man 2, the Hulk, these were not great steps Right after everyone saw, oh, well, once Marvel hit the ground, they hit the ground running, and that was it. They never looked back. No, there were some really bad missteps that happened in between that Disney kind of bailed them out of. Within that same year, thankfully. Within that same year. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. They bought them in 2009. I want to say the movie was released in 2010. Yep. So they came in just in enough time to kind of dissuade them. Yeah. So, so do you think that, like you say, uh, had Marvel Studios not made any of those movies uh, bad or... or good that disney would have taken that chance just based off of like the books basically just jumping that step and saying okay company we'll go ahead i think they would because i think they, they could see what they could do with it mm -hmm. you know just my opinion but yeah. you know whether or not they had already made a good iron man movie or a good hulk movie disney looked at this line of characters and said man we can make a whole universe out of this we can eventually put this in this theme park or we can do this with it and we can do that with it i mean well that's the thing they, they saw the they saw a gold yeah. mine yeah it, it balanced out what they had as far as like appealing to the boy the male side of things whereas disney had the female side of things dominated with the princess right. line and everything else but do you think they've so been smart. successful with that because i can't really think of a family in four years that has called me and said we want to go to disney because my son's favorite character is captain america or my son's favorite character is Thor. And we want to see this, you know, we've heard that you can see Spider-Man or whatever. I still haven't had anyone really looking for Marvel in the parks. That's because there's barely Marvel in the parks. No, I understand that. Jump right to it. But I'm saying, <laughs> I mean, there's no point. Nine, I mean, they know it's that. It's been nine years, right? Right. So I don't get, okay, you're saying it helped with the boy side of it, but where's the evidence of that as far as like, 
Oh, as far as Halloween? Well, well, in the parks, no. Outside of the 15 billion in movie sales. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I guess they're watching the movies, but... You're talking Disney Store. But I'm saying, like, if I have have a family... Every time a family books a vacation with me, that's the first thing I ask them. Who's your your kids' favorite characters? Who are they looking forward to seeing? Da-da-da-da-da. I have never heard anyone say anything Marvel. But do you not think it has something to do with the fact that they already know? They probably looked into Disney and they know that... I don't know. I'm just saying, like... There's no Marvel in the... I mean, we're going to talk about when we get to the parks. Well, I mean, let's get to the same time, yeah, people say harry potter and like oh, well shit, that's not even disney oh also, it's because it's, not, it's they don't the, always it's know in what the parks though he's got a yeah, whole world he's got a world no but i'm saying that they don't always know what's disney and what's not disney all oh, right well, you can we, say that for it yeah you can say let's that table this until we get to the theme park yeah. session of it i thought yeah, we pretty much were going into the theme park well, session. I think, right? it, it, I think that's exactly where we're going next i just uh, kevin was making the point that i wanted to uh that I wanted to elaborate on a little bit more, or I can't remember if it was Kevin or Lee's making the point because we kind of went off on the onto the theme park track of it. Kevin was talking about the like you know males having. We were talking about how Kevin had said, yeah, they saw a gold mine, and I would agree. I think what Disney saw was everyone looked and was like, oh my god, they made all this money with Iron Man, and Disney saw here's this company they made all this money with Iron Man and didn't know what the hell they were doing, but they were so <laughs> deep in debt that right. the amount of money that they made wasn't enough to kind of keep them going and plus they were still having to outsource distribution because they weren't big enough so they were having to use Universal to distribute distribute their movies that's why they they still can't make a, a, a Hulk standalone film hmm. is because Universal still has the distribution rights so they were using Universal you're using Paramount to distribute their films and Disney saw it and they're like these guys, I mean, they don't. They're they're ready to explode, but they don't have the capital to move forward. And Disney, recognizing an opportunity, I think swooped in there and made one of the best purchases. And, and it's it's problematic. It's full of headaches because of all the different things that they have to do to to kind of again make Marvel whole. But obviously, it's paying off dividends. That's crazy that you say that, and it's like, man, I'm I'm thinking like what I just said about the comic. He's like, yeah, I guess Marvel's always had a problem. With distribution, that's like I guess that's like the the sore spot. There have been some dummies who've run Marvel. They've run it into the ground. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, DC's had its problems too. But they're backed by Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. but that's the thing. I mean, it it helps to have a big corporate sponsor that that can. It's it's kind of like that line in the movie where you know you have a you know what you call we have an army. Well, we have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. Well, (laughs) Marvel right now is like, well, we have a mouse. Yeah, Yeah. I I, no, I'm with that. That makes uh, (laughs) we have a mouse. We have a mouse. Yeah, that's that makes that makes perfect sense though because you're right, Marvel. The comic company was pretty much bought by like you know toy companies. There's a nobody that has like that mega media power, you know, such as Disney. So. uh, Again, yeah, I agree. Movie-wise, you know, Disney gets the check mark. All right. Well, cool. Well, then let's go to theme parks. In the theme parks. All right. Lee and Kevin keep arguing. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I know a lot of this has to do with the, dis- the, the agreement, you know, that they can't have the characters in Walt Disney World. And obviously, Walt Disney World is the biggest park to put it in. But right. so far, all we have is Iron Man and a Guardians overlay. Mm-hmm. And that's it in nine years. And and all those people who gave us a lot of <laughs> grief about you know saying that Michael Eisner wasn't that bad of a dude. <laughs> um, no, look, I mean yes. you got a lot of meet and greets. <laughs> you know you've got. I mean, okay, so this is what you have. You have Disneyland Guardians dance off. Yes. Uh, meet and greet with Captain America and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Guardians breakout, which is the ride. Mission breakout, yeah. Yeah, mission breakout, and then that's going to have a Halloween layover apparently called Monsters After Dark, mm-hmm. and you can meet Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And that's Disneyland. 
In superhero headquarters. Yeah. Okay, what is that? I didn't see that. It's like a, a it's, meet and greet place, but it's like made up like a museum to where you have... Um, okay, I didn't notice that on the Disneyland website. Yeah. They yeah. Have like, Shanghai has Marvel Universe, which is kind of like, to me, seemed like the Star Wars launch bay. Mm-hmm. Where you can see the character. That's what it looked like. Yeah. yeah, you can see like the you can get inside the Iron Man costume, and you yeah. can and there's some meet and greets in there and stuff like that too. And then Hong Kong Disney has the meet and greet with Iron Man and uh, the Iron Man ride, and that's it. Yeah, look, there's no doubt that Disney has greatly dragged their feet. It is one of those things where you, this is where I kind of thought what well, y'all discussion was getting interesting is like if they recognize this gold mine. Why is it taking them this damn long to really produce something out of it? I mean, the best you've got is that Iron Man experiencing in Hong Kong, and that's just a its a simulator attraction. It's, it's a Star a, Tours. It's a Robert Downey yeah. Jr. sound-alike. It's not even the real Robert Downey Jr. I mean, yeah. that's how little they've put into that attraction. Um, so seeing Mission Breakout, you know, would it open this past year? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about... Close to about ten. What Iron Man came out in what two thousand eight? Two thousand eight, yeah. Yeah. The first Disney one, bought yeah. him in two thousand nine. I mean, yeah, we're we're closing in on ten. It's a little inexcusable. It, 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 but again, this is the Bob Iger approach. For whatever say, reason, is it surprise? I mean, with a uh, Pandora and uh, for, American Idol. <laughs> I'll give Bob Iger all the credit in the world. Everything I said about you know recognizing, I think Bob Iger is a phenomenal businessman. I think he is way better in that capacity than Michael Eisner was, if that makes everybody else out there happy. But when it comes to being proactive and getting things into the theme parks, man, that guy drags his feet. I mean, basically all we can sit here and do as far as the theme parks go is point to a lot of really cool looking stuff that looks like it's about, it it reminds me of the episode that we did comparing the, all we can do is point to what's coming. Yeah. That's it. But what's even coming? Well, you're going to have a Marvel land over in uh, Disney's California. They haven't really announced exactly what the, yeah. the yeah. It, it is, but I mean, the rumors are it's going to be an Avengers dark ride roller coaster kind of thing, similar to what you're going to get the Guardians of the Galaxy over in Epcot. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So you're getting, you are getting Guardians at uh, so Hong Kong, California, and Paris are supposed to get Marvel areas. You're getting the yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp overlay to uh, Buzz Lightyear. You're getting that in Hong Kong. Um and that's supposed to be good. They released really cool concept art for that. You get in the, uh, the rock and roller coaster overlay with Iron Man and the Avengers in Paris. But this is a lot of overlays. And, it know, is. Like that. Yeah. There's no... What, what's you. the original attraction? Iron Man. Which isn't even that original. Mm, no, nah, yeah. I was going to say... <laughs> I, 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 would, but I mean, say at least it's, it's built new. The Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy thing, I would say that's not an overlay. Even though it's going to be taking place... Sort of. I guess so. They kind of remodel. They remodel. They remodel. They're yeah. building a new show building in the back, and it's a brand new ride. System. All right, I'll so give I would that. not call that an overlap. Okay, that's coming. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as far as what they've done to date, yeah, they've dragged their feet. Yeah. yeah. There's, not, there's not much. I mean, they even got Marvel on the cruise, and that's about it. Which we'll uh, which we'll be hearing next week, as a matter of fact. Yes. Now, now but oh. even that is just a bunch of meet and greets and a show. I mean, of course, there's no attractions on the ship, so what can you do? But. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you get to watch the movies. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's it's, not enough. Yeah, no, it's not enough. But um, again, there are things coming. What's coming, we don't quite know yet. Remember last time we talked to Jim Hill? Jim Hill said there was a Captain America roller coaster that they were looking into doing for the Marvel Land expansion in Disneyland. Yeah. Now, he nailed that they were going to be building it right where the Bugs Life area was. But yeah, it's already looking like that Captain America roller coaster thing is not coming to pass. Um, so yeah, who knows where it'll be by the time they officially announce it. And even then just because they announce it kind of like that, um, 
that uh what is it the concert hall area on main street that they were supposed to be opening oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now that looks like it's off so i mean just because they announced it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it but i think with marvel i think you're going to see a lot i think they've gotten to the point where they've recognized that okay we can so, yeah we're coming up on nine years it's about time to start building something <laughs> maybe we'll make something happen before these actors get too old it's yeah. coming up on the 50th of walt disney world it's coming up on uh 10 years of owning this stuff we need to start getting a little bit more proactive hey, i had that before. wolverine ride we'll Got get more great use that just cut us a little check <laughs> man it's like universal and disney in at least in orlando area are kind of like a standstill because it's yeah. not like universal's done much they only have like what? The yeah, three I mean, rides. They, they did the Hold on. They, said they only have like the three rides. <laughs> Let that man talk. I think, oh, damn, dude, come on. <laughs> Sorry. They only got like <laughs> three. to be in the studio. Hey. I can actually talk. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so they only got, Universal just has the three rides and they have like the two dining experiences. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they've done anything to expand on what they have rights to do. You're talking about, yeah. oh, okay. See, you know, that's an interesting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah because, okay, so the question again, like, let, let's look at the question, not what Walt Disney World has done. The question is, is Disney better since Marvel? I mean, is Marvel better since Disney purchased them? And so if Disney had not purchased them, the representation that you would get of Marvel in a theme park would be what you've got at Universal. Islands eventually, yeah. Okay, yeah. so is that better than what we currently have? What do you have, Hulk? Well, you don't even have Hulk anymore, right? They changed it. Well, no, no they still got the Incredible still Hulk coasters. Coaster. They still got the Amazing Adventure Spider-Man. Yeah, that's okay. a serious coaster, too. Yeah. They still got Doctor Doom's Fearfall, which is just your typical yeah, but that's fun. drop ride. That, well, that's Six Flags. That's Six Flags type. That's even No, Six, six Flags. Is, is that dis, uh, DC? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. The, I'm, I'm, the attraction, Doctor Doom's Fearfall, is basically a Six Flags. It's a Six oh, Flags yeah. type okay. of ride. It's a carnival type attraction with a big cardboard cutout of a character. It's an outdoor, it's air-powered kind of Right, same exact ride system. Yeah, the only broke. difference is like they they shoot you up as opposed to like most things that they just most yeah. of those drop rides they like they they well they got bring both you up and they oh. yeah Six Flags has both they got one that shoots you up and they have one that just drops you. Oh okay. Yeah, so it's like they bought it out of, bought it out of a catalog. <laughs> so hey, let's put it in this land. Go. Stick Dr. Doom on it. That'll uh, work. The Storm Accelerator stuff, that's just a bunch of spinners. It's like their teacups. Right. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Uh, the Hulk. Captain America's Diner is just the diner. Yeah. Fantastic Ford uh, cafe thing. Yep. Um, although what it is, is like the little you got four choices or what <laughs> <laughs> you get a hamburger chicken fish or rocks veg, yeah. <laughs> or kale <laughs> or veggie meal yeah yeah, ve- yes. yeah veggie meal and yeah. you can't see all the meals too because they're invisible right <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, for the people on diet you get the invisible meal yeah <laughs> you just get a plate and he's like okay uh, I promise there's something on here I'll tell yeah, you what though try it. I, I like the, the what they did with the Spider-Man ride now, the Spider-Man ride, I don't know that that's been equaled um, since. No. I mean, I guess the closest thing Disney would have is Pirates in Shanghai, because it's almost kind of the same Yeah, but we can't concept. speak for it. Yeah. We can't speak for yeah. it. No. Yeah, speak I for it. Go on, man. But if you look at the videos, I mean, it's it's almost, you got a ride vehicle that, and you have video screens that make it seem like you're going up, down, forward, forward. I'm with you. But I so. did the Spider-Man ride uh, a while back. I mean, like, you know, back in college. And I remember, like, you know, he... He leaps, like you say, from the screen. He leaps, but your your coaster kind of just like moves. So you're yeah, like, he yeah, he lands on the front of your car. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. all right, let's see. And you're, I was in there. I mean, granted, you know, hey, it was college. I just loved it. But um, well, Eli, before that, you're yeah. in line in what? What's your queue area? Where are you walking through? Oh God, <laughs> the, the Daily Bugle. You're yes. in that. You're in that. Uh, that newspaper company walking through, seeing everything. Oh man, like super supreme long line, long supremely themed uh, area. I mean, there's not much, but it's still kind of cool that you're walking through the view. I don't know how I feel about the theming of Marvel Superhero Island. 
Uh, it's, as it's far as to, I remember when they released it in the market, it was supposed to be like, uh, the comic books come to life. It, and man, that's about it. <laughs> it, it. It feels like it is, but it isn't. It feels like it's not maybe, maybe it's not a comic book come to life. It feels like maybe like a comic strip come to life. Yeah, that too. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah I'll see that. It, it's like the buildings, like, like, because like even in the 90s where a lot of this stuff, when a lot of this stuff um, was made, I believe it was the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, I can't remember, buildings in, in comic books have gotten a lot more realistic. Okay. This right. is Very like detailed. an ultra caricatured, cartoony... Uh, Cardboard full windows on each side. Exa- it looked like a playset that you would have got when you were a kid. <laughs> All right. Like yes. a, one of those little cardboard fold-out yeah. play sets that you might have got... And so there's something about that that I recognize as, ooh, this is brilliant theming, but it doesn't necessarily make me feel like, you know, I'm in... You're in a the, comic book. Exactly. Well, yeah. Or in that world. Exa- it's, it's, it feels dated. It, it feels like I'm walking into uh, a comic book era trapped in time. <laughs> but it's like, hey, this is 2D. Uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, Look, perhaps. That was You're right. Era. I mean, it is dated. That, 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 came, that land was there at the opening day of uh, Islands of Adventure. Yes. That was, those are opening day attractions. The cutouts have not the cutouts, changed. Yeah. Like, they're, they're drawn by artists that probably are working for DC right now. Hmm. <laughs> No, I was just gonna run this one question, because this is one thing I was I was thinking when I was looking through like all that legality when they were just saying what properties Marvel can have in the theme parks and everything. And of course, one of the stipulations is is like the character and then their family, which is like you know the villains or the the extra heroes and stuff like that. So, in other words, so like if you can't have Spider Man, you can't have Doc Ock. Exactly, okay. you can't. Like if you have Doctor Doom. Disney can't go out and have, you know, in Disney World, Fantastic Four, you yeah. know, something like that. So I'm thinking, okay. That's just Disney World, right? Yeah, just mainly, yeah, yeah. mainly Disney World. Um, everywhere else is cool, but I, I, I got to pay for a plane ticket to go out to Paris. Like, who? Oh, oh, Cali. Well, Cali would take some time, but that's a little more doable <laughs> for sure. All right, so with that stipulation, right, so it dawns on me that since Disney still owns Again, Marvel, the comic book character. Marvel has owned different other, how would you say, studio houses. So could they, in theory, just go ahead and say, okay, uh, Iconic Studios, you make, um, I don't know, a superpower guy. And then they just go ahead and kind of put, they don't have to make the movie and everything like that. I get it. That's a lot of money and a character you you don't know. But They make Project Asia. Did big project. Awesome, awesome choice. There you go. Okay. Rochelle Hersher's character. Yes. You, yes. Okay. So, again, we've seen Disney take properties nobody's ever heard of before and then turn them into blockbusters and, and crowd favorites. So, I'm like, well, why couldn't they do something like that here? But just it would be released under a different studio. Like, I get it. You can't say, uh, like Lee said, we can't use Spider-Man and Doc Ock. We can't use Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four. But yeah, if you want to say, hey, look, we'll go ahead and make uh, Project Geisha, you know, animated movie. Hey, it did pretty good. We could take that and make that a ride. I well, mean, you know, this is what you're saying. This is what you of what you said, Eli. This is what you said is interesting to me about that. Okay. Okay. I think this is where. I think Disney and Universal is in the middle of a Mexican standoff right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make a I sound. agree. <laughs> Don't you move. Don't you move. Because it's a waiting game. You're going to do Vato. It is. No, you're exactly right. Muevete mas. Universal is looking at Disney like your actors are going to get so old 
and they're going to get, you know, tired of it and this fad is going to pass and it's all going to go away. And at that, by the time and all that happens, you know, we'll have waited this whole thing out and, you know, it, then you can offer us a ton of money to buy us out or we can go ahead and continue on doing what we're doing. Whereas Disney's idea is like, we'll just keep putting these things out there while your little park keeps looking more and more dated. Mm-hmm. Until you finally have to drop the price and sell it to us. So we'll make, like you said, Power Man, Project Asia. We'll keep putting out new entities that you have no not. And while these new comic properties are blowing up from Marvel, you're sitting there with our old characters looking like, I mean, they got them taking pictures with characters out there that look like rejects from a, a children's party <laughs> entertainment <laughs> thing. Like, like that to look do at them, look on four-wheelers. Yeah. <laughs> look at the pictures of the people taking, like, uh, photo opportunities with characters over at Marvel Superhero Island. The characters have a look of shame on their face. <laughs> why did I pick like, this job? Why do I have to look like this? I mean, they <laughs> look nothing like the characters look nowadays. Nope. And they're still rolling these things out. So I think that's Disney's gamble. It's like, look, we're just going to keep doing this and you're just going to look more and more stupid as you keep rolling back our dated old characters that you can't really do anything with so you might as well just free up that land open something new and sell it to us for a little cheaper price right. whereas there universal's like you're gonna run out you need our guys and we're gonna just wait you all out and the public interest is gonna drop after your your mainstays get out of this and we're gonna sell it to you at a premium well it seems like if they can do what they're doing with guardians mm-hmm. that then those not that spider-man won't ever matter not that hulk doesn't matter but they take a a franchise like Guardians that no one really cared about or no one heard about, and they make you want to love it. Yes. And they can do the same thing with Ant-Man, and they can do the same thing with all this other stuff that maybe is not as popular, but Disney can, the marketing machine that Disney is, can go, man, this is the next best thing. I agree to an extent, but where I'll disagree with you is I don't know that they can make you love it. They, you loved Guardians of the Galaxy. You didn't love Iron Ant-Man. You didn't love Doctor Strange. I like that, man. I like that, man, a lot. I didn't like it as much as, as Guardians. Okay, because like, let's they can put Ant-Man in Walt Disney World right now. Mm-hmm. They can put Doctor, Doctor Strange was doing meet and greets over in, uh, in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They could put those characters in the parks right now. I don't know if those, par- those characters have that built-in fan base at the Disney, especially a Bob Iger who is very careful yeah. about what he adds. He waits until all the data is in by the time he acts on it, it's too late. But... I don't know. I don't know. Have they made you love Doctor Strange and Ant-Man? You've loved Guardians. I don't know if they've made you love everything that they've done. Yeah. I like Doctor Strange now. But I mean, more they, so than they I have, did before. They can continue that. They can t- continue to keep throwing it against mm-hmm. the wall and seeing what sticks. Absolutely. What's tripped out, too, is like I, I had a chance to read the, the contract and what they were basing it off of, like all the different characters. You, were based you call up Bob and you say, hey, man, I'm doing this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, can I borrow that from <laughs> Let me talk to you. Can Let me talk to you, brother? Brad. Yeah, y'all had nothing but nice things to say about me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you a couple of billion. See how you do. Um, in, the, in the contract, it pretty much says any characters that came from the Marvel Universe handbook. So in other words, like, you know, a while back, Marvel was like, here's like a big source book of all our characters. And this is before, uh, that was like, you know, in the you know, 70s and 80s, they basically made this huge source book the way you can say, okay, these are the superhero characters. This is, you know, the X-Men, these are Avengers. Here are the, the dark characters like Wolf, Werewolf by Night, you know, Ghost Rider, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's like, okay, well, if you guys are going to use that source book, well, then hell, 
let's go ahead and just make another source book and that involves you know uh miss marvel or you know weapon h or you know what i'm saying like uh, whoever so if you guys are going to use this as your bible this is what you're making the characters off of universal we're gonna make the new testament that's what i'm thinking (laughs) that's look that's the thing can they do it can they do it can they continue to ride this out we'll see would they do it Yes, they'll try. Oh, I think that they will try. I, I mean, so, look, yeah, there's a I reason that. that those movies are getting greenlit like they are. Uh, I, I think that they're absolutely going to make a run at it, and I think that's the, that's the overarching game plan. I mean, I think that's why you're seeing stuff on that. I, I'd like to see them, personally, I'd like to see them add Daredevil into the mix. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> that yeah. would be crazy. Be good, like kind of like the rock and roller coaster, right? Like it's all black, you can't see anything, and then mm-hmm. you get this radar sense thing pop up, and then there's all these guys coming at you while you're going 100 miles an hour, jumping over buildings and stuff. Yeah, I mean, why yeah, can't they cool. add Daredevil? I mean, I don't know that you. Well, I, I could be wrong. Maybe Universal does have a representation of Daredevil in their parks. Like that's what's so. But he's in the source book. up about it is, is that you know you don't have to have an attraction. You just have to have their picture on a cardboard cutout. And yeah. Disney's permanently excluded from, from using them. That's right. so but cheesy. Like, let people have fun. They want these rides. Damn it. Uh, they ain't interested in that. I mean, they're, they're, this is business. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't worried about, you know, what, how, how the competitors' uh, fan base feels. I mean, Show me the money. And then, to be honest, they only have an effect in the Orlando area. And by the way, the stuff that Disney has done to bypass that deal, E, I mean, it's genius. It's genius level stuff. I mean, not only to get Guardians of the Galaxy into there, yeah. not only to do the, mar- the, the meet and greets with Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Doctor Strange and whatnot, but I mean, the, the putting the skin of the Avengers on the monorail. Right. Mm-hmm. And making sure that the one monorail that did it was the, mon- was the resort loop monorail. Right. You couldn't put it on the Epcot monorail because the Epcot monorail goes into the parks. Right. Because right. right. then the Avengers would be in the parks. And then they get sued. So they make sure to put it on the monorail that goes right around the... So everybody that goes to Disney gets exposed to the advertisement. Because everybody's going to go to the Magic right. Kingdom. Right. They take the, the, the uh, Thor Ragnarok, stick that skin right on the, the, the motor buses the, 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 um, that you, you're taking going back and forth between right. the parks. Put those on those. Now, you're, again, you're, you're keeping brand awareness of the Marvel, uh, of the Marvel, uh, franchise, the Marvel aw- franchise aware at Walt Disney World. It's there. You can go to Disney Springs. You got a whole store. They even call it Marvel. They put. They're actually selling Marvel merchandise in the parks. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, I, I did ask them a week as a question about that earlier on our Facebook about uh, if they happen to notice that there's things. And yeah, people were saying there were pins. You know, there were plushes. There's all kinds of stuff. There's posters inside the buses, like up on the top rack. There's the skins definitely. on the outside. I put the books in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they definitely have a presence. I, that, that's why I was. That's what I was going with that particular question. So thank you all, you weekends that responded. I know for that for a fact because when we went to Mouse Gears, I went in there and I bought uh, your uh, Figment uh, Funko, and uh, Eli came out with a oh god, what was that shirt you got in? Oh, the the Avengers shirt. It was the Avengers shirt. Okay, yeah, so that's that what it was. Yeah, yeah so it, they were selling it at Mouse Gears. But do you know how they got around that? Uh, how, that? how these sneaky little lawyers for Disney got around it is that the, it, as long as it's not a Disney Parks product, they can sell it. So if you go look at any of the Marvel stuff that they're selling in the park, oh, it's, not it's got a different label. Market. It's from Hanes. Oh, oh nice. wow. So apparently if it's a third party, it's, it's a party. Okay. <laughs> it's well, I mean, that's genius. like Walmart has Avengers shirts, uh, uh-huh. you know, and things like that. So that makes sense, right? Well, no, because there's no like, you know, deal saying that. But hey, I'm just oh, saying like that's how they got, that's how they justified it. It's like, oh, well, you know, this is well, not, what? this is not a Marvel product. This is a Hanes product. 
It, well, that's exactly that's how Disney justifies it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not as impressive that Walmart. Of course, yeah, they they can call it anything at Walmart. Yeah, that's oh, wow. fruit and yeah. a loom. This is a, this is a Hanes Hulk ride. We have nothing to do with this. Ooh, but yeah, that no, is interesting. It's uh, it's genius the way that they've been able to get around it. So all in all, overall, just like can we close this out real quick? Yes, by absolutely. just saying, okay. So what do you think? Is it is is Marvel is is it better for the parks since Disney has bought it? Is it better for the parks? Is it better for Marvel? Is it, you know, well, is Marvel, in your opinion, is Marvel better since Disney bought it? Theme parks regarding the parks regarding the parks regarding the parks. Is Marvel to- better? Yes. I don't know. I'm going to better off. I'm yeah. going to say it will be. I think Kevin. Just, I can't. Uh, I can't say if I, you t- tell me now. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you jump in the future. Yeah, it's great. But, but it, now, yeah, it looks like from what they're saying and what the possibilities could be, they can be and possibly will be. You know, I, yeah. You know, I was going to answer that question, Kev. I was going to say, ask me in two weeks. After I've written Mission Breakout, right? I, I will be curious to hear what you have to say. What your, your well, then area, let's yeah. table that question until Mission Breakout. No, no, because <laughs> I like your answer better. It will yeah. be. It will be. It's not right now. It but we, will be. We got to give it a couple of years, Lee, and then you will yeah. have some some clients that say, "Hey, I want to get on that ride." Who's Unless Mission Breakout just totally knocks my socks off, I can't imagine. I I don't think an attraction has completely blown me away since Spider Man. I hope it. I hope it does. Hope it does. Interesting. I'm trying, to think. I'm trying to think if there's something else that blew me away. Like, just completely floored you. Like, how did they do that? Yeah, so I could say Mummy, probably. Mummy blew you away. I like, yeah, no, Mummy floored me as far as how they did those effects. I got to admit, yeah, I, I, Mummy was, was impressive. I still want to stay with Spider-Man, but I, I have no problem with that. Yeah. But they basically took Spider-Man and threw it on a roller coaster platform, right? They did. Yeah, it's kind of, and there was more, I guess, uh, sets. In the Mummy versus the Spider-Man sets, and you know, I guess what the good thing with the Mummy is like, you know, well, I mean, not the Mummy, the Spider-Man. Like when you see Spy, when you see the Mummy, it's kind of like you're just taking it all in for granted. Right. Spider-Man has characters you're already invested that you right. want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like outside of the main character who's the Mummy, like you don't really like that was cool though that when you think the rides ended. <laughs> yeah. Didn't end. And then that's the difference. Yeah. And and so and also too, I think they had more room with uh, area to build on with mm-hmm. Revenge of the Mummy rather than. Uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man's kind of clumped in there, that part of the park. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like close to the entrance, so there's not really that much much room there. It's sad, though, that like the three, probably the three best rides that have opened, and I can't speak for this one because I've never ridden it, but Harry Potter, The Mummy, and Spider-Man are probably the three most um, innovative. That, I would agree with that. Okay. That we've seen, I and I, I think Disney has just not done anything innovative since Soren. It's not even that Soren is all that innovative. It's just the idea of how they get you up there. Well, it's a, it's a, it was a completely new, created by Disney ride system. Yes. I you mean, know, same thing with the whole the Indiana Jones dinosaur platforms are completely, you know, created by Disney platform. Mm-hmm. You know? It's kind of like um, Dinosaur, where it's new, it's unique, the way you're jerking around, but you're, it's still you right. in front of a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You in front of a screen that just about encompasses every single ride Disney has opened <laughs> since then. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Yeah, just suspend that belief. But the, yeah, I mean, you know, if you, th- I mean, Universal, the Harry Potter rides got mm-hmm. the Kuka Harm technology, totally different. Uh-huh. First time that's been used in a park like that on a track, a Kuka Arm in a track. I mean, they've used Kuka Arms before in attractions, but they're mostly like sitting spinners. Right, <laughs> they spin. But this is a Kuka Arm on a, like a track that's moving. I liked. 
uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but as you, I saw you re- reference it on uh, Facebook. It's an intermediate coaster. It's, it's intermediate yeah. coaster. It's it's nice. It's pleasant. It's for the you know. It, it's but it's not something that you walk away just like right. floored over. Yeah, and I've talked about this on the show. It's like I, I thoroughly believe that it's a well made intermediate coaster. It's for those that are too big to doing Goofy's barnstormer thing, but not yet ready to handle Big Thunder. Yes, and you build up your or courage. Expedition Everest. Or expedition? Oh, definitely not expedition Everest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you, t- you do Big Thunder, then you go to Expedition Everest, and then you can kind of, you can call yourself a man. <laughs> <laughs> or a woman, or something like that. <laughs> and you big time. <laughs> big time. All right, so where are we at, E? So let's, let's wrap this whole thing up here. Well, okay. It, it, it would seem like comic books, I think, were in unanimous agreement. Disney really didn't have a whole lot of an impact on what Marvel did as a company. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, we Was that all- a push? Yeah, it's a push. It's a push. Okay. It's definitely a push. All right, so we're back to square one. And okay. then Marvel uh, movies, it was an overwhelming yeah, it was win. Overwhelming. Yes. And then you go to the theme parks, and I think, t- I don't want to say it's a push, but it's kind of a push it away, and we'll revisit. Which yeah. is yeah. really yeah. good. I mean, so a couple years I mean, now. granted, you take it now, uh, then probably not, but you ha- you s- there is potential for sure. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know, because if you take it as for what it is now, what you have is a Hulk coaster, which everyone loves, except for me. I'm sorry. I mean, I, th- that works, whether it's called the Hulk, whether it's called the big screen, whether it's <laughs> the, called the thing, you know, Flying Death. <laughs> Flying <laughs> Death. <laughs> Flying Death. It's that's a great name. That's to me is, is what it death. looks like. I that's never. the uh, the Hollywood uh, Halloween Horror Nights overlay. Flying Death. Flying Death. <laughs> Look at this thing. Have y'all ridden this? I have, yeah. Y'all have ridden I know Eli's I like that roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great little roller coaster. I did a hard yeah. pass. I took one oh, look did at you? that thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That thing's awesome. No. Yeah, you're just like, ah! you know, you're at, It's an angled launch, like no. linear launch, and you just go. You just go, it's yeah. It's very smooth, actually. But there again, like I said, if this was in any Six Flags, I mean, it, would it shock you? Yeah, it's it. It's Goliath. No, yeah. Just yeah, it, Goliath. Just, yeah, put yeah. it in there. Call it Goliath. Yeah. But it, it, there's nothing about this roller coaster that says Hulk. I mean, other than it's green. Yes. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And some people argue it makes the roar of the Hulk, but no, it's uh, a it's the roar of Bollinger and Mabillard, who's the creator of that particular steel coaster. Uh, All the Bollinger Mabillard coasters have that roar. You can, you can paint it black, call it King Kong. The yeah. roars makes the same. You can paint exactly you can leave it green, call it Jurassic Park. The roars stays the same. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't argue that. A lot I mean, of things every, roar. Yeah. Call it Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla. Godzilla. You can leave all the nuclear stuff in there as well, and it yeah. still works. Yeah, I mean, any coaster fan that's out there knows this. Bollinger, Mabillard's coasters, steel coasters have a traditional sound to them. Yes. You hear it, and you know it's a Bollinger, Mabillard, which is different than Vacoma, different than uh, Aerodynamics, any, any of those guys. Dropping knowledge, Kevin. Look at you. All yeah, day. Like coaster folks are freak. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, that's all it is. I mean, so it's not just a uniquely Hulk roar. It's a B&M coaster. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's, it. a BM. it's a BM. It's a BM. <laughs> you make that roar sometimes depending on what you eat. <laughs> Tell you that. Look at that last night. Yeah. Yeah. I just, again, the sheer lack of coasters, attractions is putting it on the losing side. Okay. But uh, l- 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 let me ask you this then. Character meet and greets. Oh, they're Who wins? A, times 100. Disney. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. So Disney's already in the positive in one area yeah. without having done much. So it's all, so it's kind of I'm not impressed with meet and greets ever. I mean, it's just like, hi, how are, okay, take a picture. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just answered your question why parents don't ask about it because boys ain't in the meet and greets. I mean, That's you. All right, yeah, so what do you think, man? How'd we do? 
I think I think you guys did very well. I, 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 like I said, it was a uh, it was a lot to to go through, and a lot to cover, and I think it's a very interesting ten years uh, on all facets. And you know, as a comic enthusiast, I am glad to see that Marvel's gotten that push. Uh, but again, like you said, comic wise, I don't think they did anything. Movie wise, all day great. Uh, Parks, yeah, I, I have yet to see that. So I mean, if I had to rate that, I'd probably give it maybe. a you know, two and a half. Mm-hmm. That's what I could do. And chances are you can two and a half cokes. Yeah, <laughs> two and a half cokes. Two yeah, and a half coke lights, like coke with water in it to stretch it. I will tell you what, though, it's it's too bad you didn't make Broadway a discussion topic on the show because Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. I couldn't wait to discuss that. Oh. <laughs> you know, honestly, there was so much media stuff. Right? <laughs> How many days was it open? I could probably count on one hand. <laughs> I could probably count on two hands. How many people? Yeah, were they hurt. <laughs> And them lights are yeah quite didn't get that one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah dizzy probably has that beat but whoops yeah guys uh, we're curious to know what you think were there some points that we might have missed regarding this i mean i feel like we kind of covered things at least in those three respective areas um but what do you think especially the guys that are comic book fans and marvel fans uh what do you think about uh how disney has done since they've or how marvel has done since disney has taken over or what they want to see any of those stories turn into movies. Like the questions that we asked uh, around. Maybe oh, yeah. they want to, you know, maybe they're like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that movie. I'd be curious to hear that. Yeah, that too. And were there any storylines that Eli did not mention on the show uh, for the sake of time um, that you would like to actually see over the ones that he might have mentioned or in addition to? So we're oh, about there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. a lot. So we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us to voice your opinion. And all opinions are always welcome on our show. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion. If you want to learn more about us and the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. You can call or send us a text at one eight one five a weekend. That is one eight one five. Mo weekend six six nine four two two six. A little too fast on that one. Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little, you were premature. I was getting. I'm getting there. I'm getting better. You still brought it home though. Yes. And if you didn't want to do all those, you can also go to our homepage and leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget there. And we got a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics, which you just heard. Just spat out he'll all over your face, neck, and chest his Marvel prowess. <laughs> Eli, tell them how they can learn more about you. Oh, yes. As always, I appreciate uh, any love you guys can give. And thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. As always, love you, but weekends. You can always go to www.ivorycomics.com and uh, check out the artwork for Project Geisha. Uh, work for this book I'm doing, Savages. You can check blogs. You can check uh, interviews. There's some YouTube videos for Project Geisha trail on there. And, of course, you, you can write Marvel and ask that they make Project Geisha a comic book. You read my mind. You must be <laughs> Professor X. <laughs> Professor well, Moe. Just the brain. My brain's outside my body right just now. Just the brain. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, just the Red brain. Red Skull has it. Well, that's dangerous. Yeah. If your brain's outside your body, you read that, you bring it back in. Holy crap. Let's call the Uncanny Avengers to save the day for you right there, boy. As always, you can listen to this podcast. <laughs> Follow the link to Ivory Comics, and then you can go back and still listen to podcast. So you never miss a beat. I wouldn't do that to you. Love these guys. So don't want nothing to happen there. Facebook.com, Eli H. Ivory. You can find me there. 
Project Geisha has our Facebook page, Project Geisha. That was Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, EIV504, post artwork up there. And as always, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So you know the story. It's all about the glory. Go ahead and check out that artwork today. Yeah, is, is your stuff still on Peep Game Comics? Yeah. I, you can I, still find it there? Or yeah. It, okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a on, online, uh, the first the first two issues of, of Project Geisha is on there uh, as well. So but just to remind the listeners, uh, you know, Eli gets a cut of that, but if you buy the actual book, he gets all of that. Get all of that. And I ship so. it to you. I sign If you get it through this Ivy Comics site, yeah, I sign it for you. He'll mm-hmm. put his phone number on there. Oh, yeah. Call him a question. Call, yeah. oh, 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 you can be okay. like, why did this character do that? I mean, I don't get the story arc. You can, you can ask him questions. Yeah, about- you go to the site. You could probably kidnap him and be mm-hmm. like, he'd be like James Conn in that movie with the, the crazy woman. Misery. Misery, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that to her? Why'd you do that to Rochelle Hershey's character? Don't hit my foot! Don't do me like that. You don't have to kidnap Eli. Eli'll come. Yeah, you will talk about this thing. <laughs> as long as there's beer in the yeah. refrigerator, Eli'll yeah. come and he won't leave. I'll be like, hey, you got a cot? Good. I'll be right here. Uh, right. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, let, let, okay, ask her. Ask okay. Let me tell you a little bit more about uh, why the Red Skull uh, took the brain out of Kidman's <laughs> <laughs> Tell you how this happened. He shoved it up his butt. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. So. All right. And uh, if you want to book a vacation to any part in the world, uh, any Disney park in the world that has the Marvel stuff, you can do so with Lee. Lee, tell them how they can do this. You can book anywhere in the world? Yeah. You anywhere? Can, anywhere. You can book Universal if you want to go check out the Hulk. You can do all that. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And Universal pays you? Yeah. Universal Amazing. pays me. No wow. conflict of interest whatsoever. <laughs> Money's greed, just like the Hulk, huh? And money just like we, money. Yeah, just like we've been saying, we're not afraid to see Universal. Thanks That's for right. on this podcast. So if you want to do that, give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-BUSTANUT. 413-BST-A-N-U-T. That's some travel right there. No, you know, what's amazing about that is as much as you and Kevin was bickering throughout that entire show and you couldn't get on the same page, that was seamless. Yeah. You said it. That was semen. What? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever you prefer, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Whatever you prefer. I prefer corn nuts. queued up and ready. He was. I didn't even see any. (laughs) Corn nuts. Making things stick together. Kind of makes you want to sing the song, doesn't it? Does, it does, Kind of makes you want to go buy some corn nuts. Now. Is this become a thing where at the end, like, we just, every week we give Lee a new nickname, and then at the end of the year, we just scrap it all and start all over again? Is we that what's that. happening here? We could do that, yeah. Yeah. This seems like it's been going on for, this thing's going to get, now That that's obviously been incorporated. It seems like this is you're the heart. Be half the show, half the show. Half the intro. I know. Yeah. Kevin's going to intro is his jingle. There go. He's going to introduce Lee, and then by the time he's done, he's like, like "All right, right show's over. Go. Thanks for coming. Good night." Oh man. Oh, don't forget to email me at leeatmagicourway.com or check out the Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Lost the Vega Travel. That's facebook.com slash lost of travel. L a s t o v i c a travel. And if the listeners want to see what foods you're eating, where do they go? Uh, follow me on Instagram at LP Lee, LP Lee underscore on Instagram. LP Lee underscore. Is it LP underscore Lee? I don't know. I think it's underscore LP. I thought it was IP Lee. You took so many pictures of our food. Like, I'm like, where are all these things going? I know it's a lot of pressure to get in a restaurant with Lee. (laughs) It is. You have to, like, be like, oh, shoot, man. I can't eat yet. Yeah, 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 wait. LP Lee underscore. Oh, so it's not IP Lee? (laughs) No, it's not IP (laughs) Freely. I've been reading it wrong. IP, man. I want it to be IP Lee. I see you, P. 
It makes me happy when I see ah IP Lee tag me. LP. <laughs> <laughs> Just like IP Lee tag me like R. Kelly. <laughs> tag your face. Tag it. All right, Lee, do us. it. Set him up. Yeah, it lost to be what where are we even at? Been booked up. Get you hooked up and booked up with no Hasselvika. And guys, if you want to support all of this, you can do so through the following why? ways. <laughs> yeah, why would you want to after that? Uh, click on the affiliates on the website. Buy some beignets, because damn, I love beignets. Hey, all good. Uh, you can also represent the Moegan Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from my shop, which I did see Mr. Mononymous uh, was sporting some of our clothing in the parks. Got that new pretzel there. t-shirt. He did pretzel buy that new shirt. pretzel gate shirt. Did you get any reactions with that pretzel gate shirt that you made? I, I had one person as I'm walking down the park, he goes... I want a pretzel wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> I was like, yes. Genius. All it takes is one. And guys, one of the easiest ways to support us is leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our podcasting partners in podcasting over there. And uh, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners, guys. Look, man, we definitely appreciate everything you guys have done. Um, we're glad you're consistently there with us on social media. And hopefully in the near future, we'll start to ramp things up and we'll get to meet you guys in person. Because, you know, it's just seeing Lee meeting up with, uh, you know, the Raz and the Herchers and GT and Lisa Monday and... Uh, I guess the people that were with Lisa Monday, that dude, and who's that dude? That's Tony. Tony, yeah. Tony. Think. Tony. <laughs> Lee forgot your name. The you guy. Damn it. Tony. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay because you were in the pictures. You're on all those pictures. Um, and so yeah, it was it was really fun to see. And so hopefully 2020, maybe we'll do that meetup for the first time ever. I, it was fun, man. It really was fun <laughs> meeting all the people. It was. I mean, 2020. Cool. It, well, it's for sure they want to do a Disneyland meetup in 2020. Who does? I, for Lisa Monday's fiftieth uh, birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there, but I mean, there's no reason why we couldn't do anything sooner than. Well, that. Lisa's daddy will pay for all that, so Andy. we could. Tea play Not Tony, Andy. Andy. Wow, Andy. that's a big difference. I was close. Well, that's same four letters, same yeah. syllables. I had my Scarface Tony. Well, on thank in. you, Andy, for having listened to the Magic Our Way podcast. We're sorry you probably won't be listening. You're anymore. still a good man, Andy. You still a good Lee man. does not even bother to remember your name, let alone ask Lisa. <laughs> She's engaged. Congrats again, <laughs> Lisa Monday. Well, guys, look. Uh, as you can tell, all opinions are welcome on this show at any time, any day or night, and uh, even through email and on voicemail and stuff. Yeah, we're a little bit behind, but we will definitely catch up on those in the coming months for sure. Uh, so yeah, write in with your opinions. We'll read them. If you don't want us to read them, just indicate in your email or whatever else. But uh, a lot of y'all guys want to be heard. That's the point of this podcast. Yes. I wanted to make a platform which every opinion from the Disney fan universe was heard and not filtered or, you know, just kind of cut down or whatever else. We want everybody's opinion because, you know, hopefully that's who we appeal to, the guys that want to be heard. Well, anyway, guys, look, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Corn nuts. Bust a nut, bust a nut. <laughs> Grab a bag of corn nuts and bust a nut. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes.
You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that. What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, Get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you... Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 